So yeah, I'm so excited. I, I just finished reading all these today. I uh, had a crash course, <laughs> so they're fresh <laughs> on the brain. Nice. Um, yeah, I mean, I went through them. I was like, oh my gosh, we're the, you know, I read faster than a child. So <laughs> sure. But barely, they don't just take very barely. Long. <laughs> yeah, you'd be surprised at how quick uh, the kids read them. <laughs> my name is Kayla Miller. And I'm Jeffrey Canino. And today we'll be chatting with Dustin about Kayla's Click Universe. And also the new book that I wrote with Jeffrey, Besties Work It Out. Coming up next. Cue the theme. So you have a long to be read list and you don't know how to proceed. Just give yourself a break, my friend, because Dustin can read. Dustin can read. I love that. I'm glad you added and cue the theme. That's great. <laughs> no one ever says it. I always, I always had that on there. It's like somebody's going to say it one day. But it seems I'll, like I'll a thing take to the say. option. Yeah. I know. It's like somebody's going to say it eventually. Cue the theme. You know, but <laughs> no one ever does. I'm like, all right, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Welcome to Dustin Can Read, where today we're going to get graphic. Well, graphic novels, actually. Yes, we're going to be talking about middle grade graphic novel universe of Click by my guest, Kayla Miller, and the new spinoff, Besties Work It Out, that she's collaborated on with my other guest, Jeffrey Canino. How are you both doing today? Doing really good. Great. <laughs> I, thought, I didn't expect that to throw you off. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, fine. Doing real good. Good. Good times. Good All right. <laughs> now, see, I, both of you, I heard of Click through via Jeffrey mainly because that's who I was following on Instagram and I'm not really sure how I first started following you somebody you know you see somebody's account and you click and you know probably like the haunted outfit Katie of the haunted, out, haunted outfit or somebody like that and it, it's most likely because you've got the most like extensive collection of obscure <laughs> paperback books I've ever seen um <laughs> pretty large sure. including some odd ones that I have that a lot of people don't know about. Uh-huh. But um, I know I wanted to read Click after seeing some of your interactions with each other. And I thought, you know, these are people that I want to support. You know, um, I saw that you were coming out with, you know, you had said, hey, I'm working on Besties with Kayla. And I thought, okay, even more of a reason. Okay, I've got to see this. I've got to start reading these books now. So I bought the first Click book. And then I read it up and I was like, oh, I need to read the next one. So then I saw the sequel camp was available on my Amazon Kindle. And instead, I just went, oh, I'm going to read it right now. I had to, I jumped right into it. And it was just so much fun to read and just something that I related to personally. You know, I, I identified with Olive, you know, mm-hmm. and I think in camp, I actually identified a little bit with um, Willow as well just the, the shyness or feeling left out, you know, even though it's kind of of your own making kind of thing. And I just, you know, I, I really connected with these stories and these characters and I really appreciate that. Thank you so much, Kayla. I appreciate that so much. Um, oh, well, thank you. I'm glad to hear that the book resonated with you. Oh, definitely. And I think that it's going to resonate with a lot of kids who were like me <laughs> growing up, you know, um, anybody who feels, you know, I don't know, disadvantaged in a way or just maybe um somewhat put off by others or others are put off by them it has a something for everybody i think and i i I love these i love this universe you've created so i was fortunate to have you both send me the the (laughs) last few books 
complete with autographs and whatnot. Um, and especially besties work it out your collaboration. And thank you so much for those signed copies, by the way. I really appreciate oh, you're that. Welcome. Thanks for reading. Them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was, yes. Woo, woo. Um, before I get into the shared universe of click, I just want to ask a few questions. Um, how do you guys or both, excuse me, guys, sorry about that. Um, that's just an expression I use. I don't mean to anything by I, it. I'm a guys and a dude user. So okay. I'm okay. <laughs> some people, you know, some people take events, but I just want to make sure. <laughs> but how do you both know each other? Well, we're in love. <laughs> I'm kidding, but seriously. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we live together. Yeah. We are collaborators <laughs> in many things, including books and life. Yeah, awesome. um, we've known each other for what, like six years now. Yeah. Oh well. So you guys are, are besties, pretty much. Obviously, <laughs> hence the title of the book. Yeah. <laughs> it makes sense, right? Yeah, it says it right there. Uh, so what made you decide to both collaborate together? Um, well, uh, I was interested in expanding the Click universe, uh, the Clickiverse, and um, there's just not enough hours in the day for me to do everything. And Jeffrey had already been helping with the previous Click books from book one, Um just kind of being there and like reading things and being a sounding board for ideas. And it just was such a natural step to be like, I need help. Do you want to help more? Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> um, there was also a desire to um, change the tone up a little mm -hmm. bit for besties. Um, you know, the click books, the olive books are, are much more introspective. Olive is in her head a lot. Uh, the besties books, it's a dynamic, it's two people and they are friends and they're constantly bouncing off of each other and oftentimes having a lot of fun. So, um, we thought that I would maybe be a slightly better fit for that. Yeah. It's funny because <laughs> I think in real life, I'm kind of like the goofball, uh, comic relief person and Jeffrey's like a little bit more serious and like stoic. But then when it comes to our writing styles, I'm just writing characters like sitting in rooms thinking about their feelings. And then Jeffrey's like, what if we had gags and puns and uh, all sorts of humor? And I think so it's a good season. flip. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's great. Was it being such good friends? Um, how much of a challenge is it working together? Surprisingly, not really a challenge at all. Um which like that was the thing I was worried about with the collaboration um, in general, because uh, I mean, having to collaborate with people in school, I think is a very different experience. But uh, going through school and, you know, being in collaborations where things can get a little bit wrought, it was nice to, you know, have such a natural um, teamwork. Like, we just work really well together, which is a little weird because I do feel like we're both quite stubborn. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but but ultimately, I think we have the same sort of vision for what we want. And it's easy for us to even when we disagree about something to just sort of work it out. Uh, <laughs> or our editor will step in. Yeah, or we'll step in immediate <laughs> yeah. for us. But yeah, it worked very naturally. I think we only had like some very small moments where we like disagreed about a line or like a scene. And we were able to, again, sort of smooth those over pretty quickly and no hard feelings. No either. big yeah. throwdowns. 
No, not at all. Beth would say this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that would have been awesome. I would have loved to have heard about that, though. <laughs> Things crashing against the wall. No. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad you guys did that. That's, um, that is, it does seem like a good fit amongst you both. Cause usually I think people who are more kind of extroverted would probably run more introverted care. I don't know. It just seems like that measures out really well. I don't, I, that's just my observation of life, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah, see, I'm awkward. See, I told you I'm, I'm just like <laughs> these characters. Um, let's go ahead and just tap into these books in a spoiler free fashion, shall we? So we have click <laughs> um, we have 11 year old Olive Branch, which love the name. Great name. Uh, I came up yeah, with that. Je- Jeffrey came, came up, up with that. the last name. <laughs> That's awesome. I think for the um, first two books, she was just Olive. Yeah. For the first two books, nobody has a last name. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I figured. I was like, does Olive have it? And then when I was reading, I was like, oh, it's Branch. Okay. <laughs> I like that a lot. That's actually the city right next to mine. It's named Olive Branch, Mississippi. Really? <laughs> yeah. And incidentally, I know you know uh, Lorian Lawrence. Yeah. Who wrote the uh, yeah. I live in South Haven. Oh. And wow. that's where the books take place. <laughs> and she sent it to me when I asked for an arc of the of Stitchers, and uh, she said, "Oh my gosh, you live in South Haven? Oh my gosh!" She was like mind blown. Um, I was like, "Yes, the place exists." <laughs> Except mine's one H and it's all one word, but still. It's still- <laughs> well, so long as you don't live on uh, that one particular street, <laughs> you're good. Although really? I do have a house across the street where the weirdest people keep moving in. Like it's, <laughs> we keep losing tenant or I mean, it's, and they're buying the house. It's not rented either. And it's always, we call it the Sims house because they look like Sims characters, like walking oh around God. like in blocks and at least the first owners did. And everybody after that kind of feels like it's a similar vibe. So it's very strange. Interesting. Keep a, keep a watch out on that. Oh, I do. We used to sit out in the garage and just watch them. It's really <laughs> these people. Like, why is he taking one thing to the trash can at one time? Like, that's what they did in the Sims. They would have to throw out things yeah. one at a time. And walk all the way back. I was like, they know they can roll the trash can closer to them. Right. You know, it's very strange. I don't get it, but. Anyway, so Olive, like I said, is 11 years old. She has a great life. She's well-liked by her peers. She has a loving single mom and a rambunctious younger brother uh, who she calls Goober. And she also has an, an aunt or an aunt, however you want to say it. Uh, what, you guys, what do you say? Do you say aunt or aunt? It's a good question. My, my horrific central New York accent says aunt. But I've tried to correct that in the years since, and now I go for aunt. Yeah, same. Uh, I when I'm back in Jersey, I say aunt. <laughs> when I'm when I'm speaking uh, normally, I say aunt. <laughs> and that's yeah. We say aunt down here. Well, some people say aunt, some people say aunt, and I grew up with aunt. But I'm trying to say aunt more because I'm pretty sure that's mm-hmm. what it's how it's supposed to sound. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah like the way it's so. spelled and everything. <laughs> so yeah, but anyway. But, you know, her Aunt Molly is pretty kooky as well. Um, Love her. Uh, She's just, I I love that character. One day, Olive learns of a student showcase at school. And suddenly she's kind of choked up. Like, what talent can she display in front of, you know, the people at school? And how is she going to get through it, you know? And she ends up going through the entire book, trying to find her special gift and how she's going to 
display it. And without giving away what happens, that's where I'll leave that. So, uh, Kayla, where'd the idea for Olive and Click come from? Um, so I was contacted by the publisher, which at the time was HMH. Um, there's been some some changes in management, but um, I was contacted by my then editor <laughs> um, about doing a book about a school talent show. Um, but that was kind of the idea was we want to do something at a school talent show and kind of explore that world. Um, and I ended up coming up with a girl, Olive, who I was like, what, you know, like she's friends with everybody, but she's nobody's best friend was a uh, like kind of the seed for Olive and then figuring out how um, that kind of character would act when everybody's breaking up into groups. So, yeah. And I do have some talent show experience. Um, again, no spoilers, but what Olive does in her school variety show is what I did in my talent show. So I think um, a little bit of me got in there. <laughs> That's what I figured. Usually people write <laughs> themselves and they're somewhere you know i mean you can't help it it's just gonna happen right what you know correct mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah I, I i really got into the olive character because of this and because i was a performer in high school and you know and i've done stuff on stage since then so i'm kind of used to you know you kind of remember what it was like in the beginning before you stood out in front of the crowd or the first time mm-hmm. you did it and just the, the butterflies and, and it just kind of, I, I, I was always kind of the every guy person too. I was just friends with everybody, you know, and seemed to be liked by everyone, I guess, uh, <laughs> around school. And so I just felt like she's a very relatable character and I, I really appreciate you know, you putting yourself down for that. And that, I think that was, that's really cool. And I, I really liked it a lot. So in the next one, Camp, Olive and her, pretty much her shy friend, Willow, go to summer camp where Olive pretty much thrives. You know, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's just kind like, of a great environment for Olive. <laughs> <laughs> She's, you know, living it up, you know, doing great at all the arts and crafts, meeting a bunch of friends, including Bree, who's the cool girl at camp and um, Willow without giving too much away kind of resents her a little bit for, you know, presumably ditching her. That's what she thinks. And, you know, the whole question throughout, it's like, can Willow find, find a path of her own, you know? And that's what I thought was cool about this was that while Olive was still a focus, Willow became more central character in this one. What made you decide to do that? Was that another um, editor type of suggestion or do you just kind of roll from the first book? Um, I really wanted to do a summer camp book because um, summer camp is uh, near and dear to my heart. (laughs) Um, I went to camp as a kid uh, for Girl Scout camp, and I also um, was a camp counselor. So it was a setting that was really important to me. So I kind of started with the setting, and then I was like, what kind of stories can you tell in that setting, and what kind of characters will be there? and it just made sense to kind of bring Olive and Willow together because they are so different in their personalities, but they're still, you know, two friends who care about each other. Um, so even if they're going to have a completely different experience, um, they'd be able to be there for each other through it. Good. Awesome. Yeah. I, like I said, I identified with Willow in that regard because I had one of those, 
I, it seems like I'm an outgoing person, but I got really like introverted and self-conscious a lot growing up. Like, do these people like me? I don't think I can t- do this, you know? And, and that's where I flipped. I was like, well, I feel more like Willow in this book, like, what's <laughs> who? you know? And so I really, and I never went to summer camp. We didn't really have a lot of summer mm-hmm. camp experiences in the South. I don't know why you would think we would have it considering how hot it is and all the lakes and, we just didn't. I don't know what it was. I had. I went to a day camp, which was at a church. <laughs> yeah, I went yeah. to one of those. Uh, <laughs> no offense to people. If you loved that growing up, good for you. But it just was not for me. <laughs> it's a little too strict and a little too narrow for my for my <laughs> taste. But um, yeah, I really I appreciated that a lot, and it, and I love to watch summer camp stories on TV and movies, and I'm reading this as well. It kind of, you know, I live vicariously through it. So um, the next one, which is the one I finished today, one of the ones I finished today was Act. This one, I think, is probably my favorite of the click books as far as like all of universe, Um, because now she's in sixth grade and she's starting to learn about the democratic process of voting and whatnot. And she learns of some kids in her class not being able to afford the field trip fees and they have to stay behind and while everybody else goes and has a great time outside of school. And so then there's elections for class representative for the student council um, for two spots. And she decides she's going to run for one of the spots and be a voice for those less fortunate kids. <laughs> In the beginning, sorry, I have forgot about this part. I wrote down. <laughs> I have a favorite line that came up in act. It just popped up in the very beginning when uh, the teacher's teaching about, you know, this type of democratic process, this type of democratic process. And Olive turns to her friend Ava and says, we should throw a party, a political party. Get it? (laughs) And Ava says, I get it, but it's not funny. (laughs) I don't know what it was about that line. I guffawed. It was so fun. Oh my goodness. It was so great. I love that dry humor. Just that. Yeah, it's not funny. Sorry, it, don't don't do that again. Um, I think that I'm always that person. I'm always Olive making those corny jokes, and somebody's just like, "Me stop, too." Stop. So. Yes, <laughs> we would probably bounce off each other pretty well then, because I just, yeah. Oh my goodness. Ugh. Wait, I, don't I think Jeffrey the knows. Uh, well, I think I'm the Ava in that situation. Yeah, like I think Jeffrey knows he's in trouble if I sit there and like chuckle for myself and then turn like I'm about to say something. Like, it usually means I just came up with the worst pun or joke. Don't do it. Don't do it. No, thank you. <laughs> have you guys have you seen uh, the new Ghostbusters yet? No. <laughs> There's a character in it. The the um the daughter who just tells these corny science jokes throughout the movie. And I think you would totally relate to uh, what's her name? Phoebe. That's her, her Phoebe. Um, I think you would totally relate to it. I think you would like that. So you should see it. It's actually pretty good anyway. So yeah, um, we also get to meet uh, Beth and Chanda. They get a bigger storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're, you know, Beth has to miss the fi- the field trip and Chanda's consoling her a lot. And you start to see their, their bestie relationship and development there. Um, it is Chanda, right? It's not Chanda or anything. I just want to make Chanda. sure I say yeah, it. Right. Chanda, yeah, like chandelier. <laughs> okay. Okay, good, good. Um, I also love in the back of each book, you guys include something a, a little extra for the reader, like either like instructions on how to make, you know, costumes or to, to bake something or, and in this, you did that as well, but you also had like 
um, stuff for kids to read about the political process and election info and protesting. And, you know, I thought that was really cool how you, how you left that in there. And there's a good list of books and, you know, and things you can t- look up for kids to read. And I thought that was really nice because other than this is a great introduction into that, you know, how this all works and, you know, the, who should be, um, who I personally think should be uh, in the student council, obviously, but, um, and how different candidates react and why they run for different reasons. And, and, you know, like either it could be for real good reasons for standing up for your peers, or it could be for just dumb reasons like pudding. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I mean, it's, they're passionate about it. I get it. And that's great. I don't think anything's that dumb, but you know, I just think that, you know, maybe, maybe, or, you know, I would just be good because, you know, my dad's the mayor, you know, okay, (laughs) that doesn't mean anything, (laughs) just because I'm a legacy kind of thing going on. And I I like that because you're seeing all these different angles and you're following Olive, who, in my view, has, is doing it for the right reasons. And, but I mean, you know, somebody else might take, you know, identify with one of the other characters, you Mm -hmm. know like uh trenton sawyer it just man they just love that pudding <laughs> that does not go I mean, away when you're that age pudding's pretty important <laughs> can you blame them really <laughs> now i will agree that the soggy apple you know you know yeah, slices packaged apple slices Ugh. like going to mcdonald's and you get those and you're like oh. <laughs> yeah. they have like a metallic aftertaste or something to them too there's like it's too processed you know yeah it's, it's not it's right <laughs> down with the apple slices no thank you very much finally we get to clash clash is one wow the drama everybody has known this girl everybody has encountered natasha slash nat oh my goodness okay not even just a girl could be a guy you've met or you know um (laughs) non-binary person or anybody you know who's just this new person in school not even just the new person but somehow enters your your scene somehow and takes over and kind of pushes you out or tries to at least and that's what happens um nat's a new kid at school and Olive just instantly tries to make friends with her he's like hey i want to show you around you know and look i'm you know I, I, I'm friends with these, this group and I'm friends with these group. And, and she's like, well, I'm used to clicks. This is how, that's not how this works. You know, she's very judgy from the get go, it seems. And it, she proves to be difficult when it appears, you know, Nat is trying to steal away Olive's friends, it seems, and maybe purposefully push Olive out of the th- social circle at school. And I feel so much for Olive in this book. And I just wanted to, push my fist through the page and just <laughs> wring that little girl's neck. Um, I mean, she's a fictional character, guys. I wouldn't do that. Okay. Just FYI. I well, you're not the first that. person to make threats of violence against <laughs> Natasha. Although, I will mention, Kayla has already received fan mail from children saying Nat is one of their favorite characters. Yeah, I've gotten a drawing of Nat in the mail and a couple of girls, yeah, saying... They like her. I will also say Nat is one of my favorite characters, too. <laughs> well, as far as drama, perfect. <laughs> perfect for, you know, yeah, you got to have that drama in there to push the story forward sometimes, right? Like, I, I get that. That's totally, you know, you have that conflicting character your butt heads with, and that's they're perfect. one of those ones you love to hate. 
one of those types. Exactly. So, I mean, I get that, but wow. Wow. <laughs> I have a, I put in Boulder. I do not like Nat. <laughs> <laughs> I've been all of too many times in those situations, <laughs> you know, and she just throws it in all his face. Like I've got your friends now. <laughs> and, <laughs> like, Ooh, you, uh, you better be glad I'm not 12. <laughs> but uh, and you know and it kind of seems I, I saw this one part where I really felt like Olive because as you know I do the Dustin can watch stuff and I watch a lot of TV shows and and they go to Ava's birthday party and they're sitting around at dinner well first off Nat makes fun of Olive for ordering chicken fingers from the kids menu <laughs> I'm going to order the Thai shrimp salad <laughs> doesn't make you mature Nat it makes you a snob but and then she makes fun of Olive for being too old to watch dorky teen show TV shows like Teen Swamp Creature, which that sounds amazing. <laughs> I like Teen Wolf, so I'm totally go for Teen Swamp Creature. <laughs> Love it. And she's like, I like vampire shows like Larkspur, which what? <laughs> Where did you come up with the name Larkspur? Oh, um, my friend Will actually helped me with that. Uh, we were like going through lists of poisonous plants together when I was writing the book, um, looking for like, what would you name a vampire academy? Oh, uh, okay. Okay. That makes sense. That makes, okay. It's, it's a not so subtle vampire diaries uh, yeah. take off. Yeah. The homage. Yeah, I would say that like teen swamp creature, we're thinking like big wolf on campus. And then um oh, okay. Larkspur Academy is kind of yeah, I love Big diaries. Wolf on Campus. Yeah. Big Wolf on Campus was my jam back in the day. <laughs> Loved that show. It's so campy and just horrible, but it's great at the same time. Exactly. Oh, and I that's what I picture that teen swamp creature is, which like I know it's not for everyone, but if you get it, you get it. <laughs> yeah. And you don't need to make fun of people just because they like something. You know, you don't like it. That's fine. I, you know, you don't have to throw out like, I hate it. It was this stupid, blah, blah, blah. I, I've defriended some people for that reason. Like, <laughs> like, don't. No, you need to respect that I like this. And if you don't like it, that's fine. But you don't need to go off on it. Yeah. That's why I'm like, no, no. Down to Nat. Down for Nat. <laughs> But, you know, Olive tries, Olive tries and tries to watch Larkspur, you know, and like, I don't get this. I don't get this, you know, and, you know, get, you know, God help her. Love her. Um, <laughs> another thing that I notice is that uh, at least, you know, Olive isn't the only person that notices this about Cat, Nat, excuse me, not Cat, Nat. And, you know, maybe some other people start noticing and, you know, maybe they come to the rescue, which is not true. Or is it? I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> who can say? <laughs> who can say? I will say that there's a great debate between mom and Aunt Molly about uh, mom saying to give Nat a chance. You don't know what's going on in her life, you know. And Aunt Molly's like, you know what? Not don't try to force everybody to like you. It's just not always right. And and both both of them are right in this mm -hmm. regard. It's just how they're going about it. It's kind of like Olive has to choose, you know. But all is a, a tough cookie. She's smart. You know, she, she'll figure it out. I love that so much. I just love these books. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, and there, you have uh, the greatest characters. Like I said, you have Olive Branch. You have her little typical little brother character, Simon slash Goober, <laughs> which 
by the way, is Goober a name you've called somebody and that's why you named, gave that nickname to Simon? No, um, I don't think I've ever called anyone Goober, but I like it. I wish I had called someone Goober. <laughs> that's the thing I say. I say Goob. I was like I, when somebody's kind of a dork or I was like calling them mm-hmm. a dork, I'm like, oh, you goob, you know, that's just what I do. I think I drew him and I was just like, he looks like a little goober. <laughs> <laughs> did you have like, did either one of you have nicknames from your family, like weird nicknames that anybody called you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I was known as um, uh, Skeeter, which was uh, short for mosquito butt. Uh, another nickname that my mom called me was Zeb. I don't really know why these came about, but I was known all throughout my childhood. These were my nicknames. Um, I don't think my nicknames were super funny. My mom pretty much called me pumpkin for most of my young life. And my dad called me kit, like a fox kit. Um, okay. And then when I got older, my mom started calling me baby cake, but spelled like the way my Instagram handle is. Okay. Yeah. My mom used to call me Book, and oh. it was short for Bukada. Some weird word she made up. Very <laughs> wild. Like, what is that? And my brother used to call me Booger Bear. Booger, I don't, <laughs> Booger Bear. Booger Bear. I don't know why. And he would call me well, Boog. Like, uh, we have a million nicknames for the cat. So if we ever have a kid, I can't imagine what we're going to call them. All sorts of things, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Because yeah, each cat has like 10 nicknames. <laughs> oh my goodness. How many cats? Just two. Oh, okay. It sounds like each cat. It sounds like a lot more no, than just no, two. No, no. Just two. Just a lot of nicknames. So. Yeah. Two cats, many nicknames. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Well, I, like I said before. Here's, I have a fun fact, actually. Oh, about go for it. Uber. Go for it. Um, there's a Korean translation of oh, yeah. Click. And they rename some of the characters um, for whatever reason and goober's nickname in that is peanut because a goober is a kind of peanut um that's why that that one brand of peanut butter that's mixed with the jelly i think is called goober Hmm. yeah um, that makes sense yeah cool. I actually i don't know what goober's called in the spanish translation because i i don't i haven't gotten a copy yeah. of that one yet but mm-hmm. Yeah. Anybody Korean, have a copy of that? You know, peanut. <laughs> message us. Message us. One of us. <laughs> we'll, we'll get the message out there. That'd be awesome. I would love to hear about that. Well, anyway, like I was saying, um, I love the maturity level of the books. You know, it's aimed at kids, but it's definitely something parents or other adults could read, like myself, and you know, have fun with because of the relatable subject matter, you know, and all that sarcastic humor thrown in. Um, since the books have a kind of a sequence of events in them, are there any plans to eventually number them in the covers or <laughs> would you want to, or this has been a topic of debate. <laughs> I mean, I can see the benefit to numbering them obviously because they do happen in an order and time progresses and relationships build. But also I try to make sure that, you know, if you do pick up book four, you can read it without having to know like all of the events of the previous ones, because, um, you know, I think our lives are kind of like that. Like you have episodes that are kind of standalone um, events. So maybe they'll get numbered someday. Um, Maybe not, but I like the fact that, you know, 
somebody could see Clash and if that's a story they want to read when they didn't necessarily want to read about, you know, a summer camp or a school election, they could pick that one up and read it and not worry about it being book number four. Not being worried about like, do I have to learn all these characters first beforehand? And, you know, yeah, I understand that. The only thing I was like, you know, the reason why I was like in Clash, you get the results of the election from ACT. Mm-hmm. early on so like oh but that kind of a spoiler in a way but in a way it's not because things don't really work out the way you think they're going to work out in act so right yeah i can see how it's kind of a toss-up you know it's like well it's not really too much of a spoiler it's you know um i like that but uh so did you base anybody besides i know you said that you kind of based some of olive in the first book off of yourself but did you base anybody else off any friends or loved ones um yeah so uh, growing up, I had a really cool older cousin who like took me under her cool wing and like showed me Buffy the Vampire Slayer and um, like gave me the best advice. And Aunt Molly is kind of loosely based off of her, um, just like having an older person in your life who just seems like the coolest when you're, you know, like 12. Um, and other than that... Um, you know, maybe I take like bits and pieces of my friends and put them into characters, but nobody's really directly anybody. So you didn't draw anyone in there like, oh, I'm going to make, you know, Beth no, look like this. No, all of the appearances are, yeah, no, I haven't drawn anybody to look like anyone. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, you know, I'm going to avoid, avoid a lawsuit there. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But uh... you know, I don't want to be the next uh, bad art friend. <laughs> So speaking of the bestie storyline, um, what made you decide for Chanda and Beth to be the focus instead of another like Trenton Sawyer or something? Yeah, I think there was, um, you know, there's some talk because there are so many characters in the Click series, but Beth and Shanda are interesting because their relationship is so close and that's you know different from what Olive has where she kind of has a bunch of friends but not a best friend and they are like the quintessential best friend duo so I think it made sense to pick characters who were you know similar enough to Olive but different in that way and we could tell different kinds of stories they were also interesting because though they are appearing in the previous books they're not terribly fleshed out there was a lot of room to explore their personalities to fashion them into something new. Like pretty much the only thing we know about them from their most significant appearance in act is that they are very close uh, and that uh, Beth's family struggles with money and Shanda seems not to. That's pretty much all we had. Mm. And they're very fashionable. And that Shanda's like a little bit, maybe like defensive of that. Yeah. Yeah. Like she's, that's about yeah. it, which allowed us to, uh, we, we've got that dynamic, but we can explore it more, you know, like versus if we did like Willow and you or something like everybody kind of already, like there's less to experiment with there. Cause yeah. we've already spent so much time with them. Would you ever want to go into in any of their storylines? Maybe. And the other like Willow and Hugh. Yeah, there's definitely other characters that I think have potential. And uh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hopefully someday. (laughs) We'll see. We're always talking about it. Well, I like Beth and Chanda because they had that sisterly friendship. You know, they're Mm -hmm. really, really close. And it becomes very apparent in the the book, the first book anyway. Um, 
So how long did it come up, take to come up with the bestie storyline? Um, I feel like the plot, like not actually written out, but coming up with the plot, we did fairly quickly. Cause I think it just like was bouncing ideas off of each other and, you know, some elements that we wanted to include. Um, and, uh, like the idea of them house sitting slash dog sitting came from uh, something that I used to do quite frequently, <laughs> um, which was, yeah, like dog sitting in a like really fancy house and being worried that I was going to break stuff. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, I've done that many. Well, I'm not broken stuff. Well, no, wait, I mean, have I? <laughs> I might have. I might have. We don't have to admit that. That's a, I might have. That's why I said I might have. I'm not saying I did. Allegedly. Allegedly did that, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. So, yeah, besties work it out. It's about, uh, like you were saying, Chanda and Beth, they, they want to make some money. Uh, Chanda wants to prove to her parents that she's mature and, and uh, successful, like her older sister, Amaya. And because she kind of wants to get a cat, it seems. She wants to adopt mm -hmm. a, a, a cat. And Beth wants to earn money to help her mom out. Because like you said, she's from a struggling family, a family that struggles financially. And her mom works all the time. And she wants to give her a nice R&R &R, you know, spa day. Mm -hmm. um, after, you know, an unsuccessful attempt at the beginning of a rainbow aid stand. <laughs> <laughs> where they color up different uh, cups of lemonade for the different world's people. not ready for rainbow aid not yet <laughs> i would love it to look like kind of unicorn looking you know the <laughs> swirls and everything that that would be cool um they end up getting the job as house sitters slash dog sitters but things quickly turn south and they have to figure out how to be mature and responsible asap so mm -hmm. I really, I really appreciated the storyline and all the things that happened because, of, and it felt like a good episode of the click universe kind of thing, you know, like I thought that was really neat. Um, I also was happy to see that Olive was still included in all the other kids, um, not just a glimpse or anything, but a full on interaction, which mm -hmm. I thought was neat. But I think I, I noticed that maybe you didn't say as many names of the other kids in this book, which was fine. Obviously, if you've read the other books, you know who they are, but um. I thought that was like, oh, they didn't say her name. That's interesting. Did you say her name? I don't, I don't remember. But anyway, oh, another thing I loved, and I know you'll you'll know I appreciate this, is Snapagraph. <laughs> All the Snapagraph, aka Instagram. Um, <laughs> Allegedly, Snapagraph, Snapagraph. <clears throat> yeah, the uh, yeah the click version of Snapagraph, uh, Instagram, I guess. Um, the social media app loved it. Thought that was so Speaking cool. And I love myself. There's, there's nothing I enjoy more than like fake internet things from various <laughs> media properties. All the comments and everything. Oh. And I was like, Ooh, who's oh, who's who, you know, based yeah, on the names. Whenever watching a movie and there's any sort of a fake social media or fake search engine app, I think we both just go wild. Cause it's always so funny to see like, Oh, this is not what any <laughs> interface looks like, but I think ours is, looks like a functioning website yeah, it looks like it does website. it does yeah and you know it's like well, i don't know what movie it was or what tv show there's one it's just called search the internet <laughs> yeah i was I thinking like, of, a, of one that just said internet search that i saw recently <laughs> uh yes like search the internet hmm, what do you do on that site <laughs> yeah um <laughs> and there's also nat nat is also involved which i was surprised because she was so new from the last book but you know of course causing trouble 
<laughs> up to no good nat you know that's i'm gotta put in that that conflict <laughs> um i noticed in this one you had a different illustrator and mm-hmm. you said it earlier maybe it was because of time constraints is that the reason why you decided to go with another illustrator this time around yeah drawing a graphic novel takes a really 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 long time <laughs> and uh I have another graph, like I'm already signed up to work on more QuickBooks that I have going. So it didn't make sense to try to do two things at once or to put it off until like 2024. So um, yeah, we started well, Kristen with, with Lou, Christina. Christina Lou, she did a very good job. I don't know if oh, she goes yeah. with she or they or, but did uh, a very did great an job. amazing job. Yeah. Christina has a very energetic style. It's a very, I mean, you have a very energetic style too, but hers even goes even beyond that into like well, sort yeah. of like well, an animated well, style. Well, yeah, because she comes from an animation background. Like she studied animation and worked on stuff. Um, and I think you can see that in just like how kinetic the artwork is. Like it feels like something in movement. Um, and it's, and all of the facial expressions are, you know, very animated and, Big. Um, big, 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 <laughs> and I love it. Yeah, and that's what I we liked wanted it a lot. It's, yeah, we yeah. wanted such a like a bigger tone. It's a, mm-hmm. a more frantic. Well, yeah, it's pace. like a, it's a romp. It's a romp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one says romp enough. Yeah. We need romp more in our lives. Oh, I need rompers, I guess. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I like how it's it's similar enough to the original illustration of the Click Universe, but just just changed a little bit because it kind of makes you go okay this is their story you know because it mm-hmm. looks a little different maybe they look different to each other just a little bit you know we're seeing everything through olive's eyes basically in the click universe so that's how everybody looks there so here we see beth and chand and this is maybe how everybody looks here but they look still similar which i liked a lot it's kind of like the beginning of clash when they're all talking about the, they're all trying to pitch yeah. the movies to watch at the birthday party yeah. and so everybody ends up looking a little bit different in their own version of whatever mm-hmm. movie they're talking about so it kind of made me think of that in a way you know and so i'm like well maybe you know i could see this this is cool you know i noticed like the noses mainly were a little bit different but that was fine they still look the same but just slightly different in their own eyes i guess does that make sense I don't <laughs> yeah it does and it's yeah like the you know it's christina's voice that she's bringing to the artwork and you know so long as everybody is recognizable as who they are which i think you know, they 100% are. So I think it's nice to have a little variety. So what would be like, um, like how long would it take you to write this? I know oh. you guys, you both worked on it, the outline together. And I know you said, I saw it read in the back of the book that Jeffrey mainly wrote the script for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so it's a pretty quick turnaround time, um, all said, uh, because the artwork takes such a long time, all the steps of it, you know, the penciling, the the inking and the coloring and the lettering, everything that goes into it, it takes so very long. The script has to be done in, in place pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, so we came up with the general story very quickly. The outline, you took maybe a week or two to write. Yeah. So... Our process basically is like we talk about the plot together until we have a fairly solid idea of what we're going to write. And then I kind of sit down and write the outline. And like Jeffrey said, I think I did that in, you know, a week and a half or two weeks. Um, 
And then I write the script, which the outline think, with editing in between. Yeah, there's yeah. there's <laughs> editing in between all of this, uh, where we send yeah. it to the editor, we get feedback, and mm-hmm. so, so on and so yeah. forth. Um, but yeah, so the the outline is, I think, for the first book was maybe like a twelve page document, um, something along those lines. And then I take that and build that up into the full script, which is two hundred pages, uh, and that I did in about a month. Um, so pretty oh, wow. quickly because the, the script is, you know, it's, it's as much guidance for the, the artist as is, is helpful. Um, it's breaking down everything into, um, panels on spreads. Those are like the two pages facing each other. When you're flipping up the book, you sort of got to design those in a way that allows the story to move cohesively. Well, yeah. If you want a cliffhanger so that when you turn the next page, you have an exciting reveal or if there's two pages that work together, um, yeah. Yeah. So you got to think very visually, even though I'm not an artist, I am a comic book reader. So I, I know like what works for a story, how to sort of like pace it and, and move it forward at a good clip. And so that's what I'm doing when I'm writing the script. And again, over the course of about a month. So it moved very, very quickly. Um, I think I wrote it at the end of a semester uh, when I was, uh, uh, I think I finished grading and then went directly into writing the script for a month. Oh, my goodness. It was very intense. Wow. Yeah, it's like, I mean, I guess it's kind of like a, a movie script or a television script in a way. It's just more detailed as far as like, well, if you think about it, you're doing a play or something. It tells you go here, do this, you know, sets this down, all this stuff. But then this is more like looks like this has this facial expression, mm-hmm. you know, or, yeah. you know, uh, zooms in on the face, zooms in on the face, kind of, you know, that kind of thing. It is a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. And but also like, you know, um, you want to leave enough room for the artists to express themselves and, you know, trust their judgment on things. Uh, so sometimes like the art doesn't look exactly like the description. Uh, most of the time it does, but also like we try to leave enough room for Christina to work her magic in there too. Yeah. And Christina is such a great collaborator because she very much understands the vibe too. Like she's oh, in yeah. sync she, with she us. She like understands <laughs> the assignment. So, <laughs> so when, even when the moment, like the few moments where it's different, it's like, oh yeah, that's so much better. Like, mm-hmm. you know, she, Christina <laughs> totally figured out what, what we wanted. Yeah. Like we, we didn't, we do didn't it. even know what we wanted, but, <laughs> but Christina knew. Yeah. She knew. Um, so yeah, this was a very different experience. I think for the both of us, uh, one, because I'd never written a comic book script and then Kayla's scripts had been written f- for Kayla by Kayla. And when you're the artist (laughs) yourself, you don't need to worry so much about how detailed your description is so that somebody else who is not in your head can translate it into uh, uh, actual art. Well, yeah, I use a lot of shorthand for myself because I kind of will hopefully understand what I meant in the future. Yeah, (laughs) I I trust that future Kayla will know what past Kayla was talking about. (laughs) (laughs) So so this was a much more detailed (laughs) script, I think, in the end than than yours have been yeah yeah did you have to sketch out anything just if you weren't sure like okay um i'm not really sure how to describe this so this is what i mean kind of we we always tried to describe it but there were a couple moments that were pretty action heavy that we did actually sort of do some thumbnails for just to give like a sense of what we were going for um but pretty rarely yeah there was um only a few scenes that like Jeffrey had done thumbnails of just like the panels to kind of give an idea of like, this is like, you know, you can say there's five panels on this page, but there's an infinite number of ways that you could arrange those panels. So Mm -hmm. Jeffrey would do like a quick little sketch to be like, I'm picturing three small panels, two big panels to kind of help Christina along. Um, 
And there's only a few times that I got called in to draw a little bit more detailed yeah. of a thumbnail. For- <laughs> what exactly yeah. do you mean? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I can totally see that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so besties find their groove is next. Oh, yeah. I know it sounds really cool. Um, is there anything you can give away about that or any kind of setup or anything? Or you have to wait. It doesn't matter. It's okay. We can talk, you... we can talk a little bit about it. Um, I mean, I'll say that I'm very excited about it. Um, I feel like we all have creatively sort of found our legs with this one, or at least I know I have. Um, <laughs> like, I, I like the first book a lot. Um, I think the second book is like really good. <laughs> yeah, I would say like the first book, you know, you're getting to know these characters. And then the second book, you know, you're in it, you know them, and you can be a little bit more um big and fun and like not have to worry about like their like getting people into their brain space yeah it's a, it's also i would say a, a a deeper book a more emotional book it's definitely trying to explore some aspects of their characters and their relationships with other people including their families mm-hmm. and each other um in ways that go i think a little bit beyond the first book which is so action heavy that you move away from that a little bit um, here we go much deeper into it. And um, like the title of the book set or the subtitle of the book is Finding Their Groove. It's very much about them finding and coming to terms with certain aspects of themselves and their personalities and their identities. And again, their their sort of relationships with each other and other people. Um, and it's it's all about uh, finding finding your perfect dress. <laughs> we'll say that. Okay. Okay. I can go with that. That's Yeah. Get your style on. Yeah. It's all about finding yeah, the perfect style. Don't worry. There's still going to be some fashion show mm. <laughs> elements. Oh, yes. Uh, in this oh, one, yeah. I love I, that part. In this one, I, I, I personally designed many of the outfits. Yeah. Jeffrey really went all out with, um, you know, finding different outfits and trying to match the characters' personalities to their style. Yeah. Um, I didn't feel super confident doing that in the first book. And uh, Christina did a wonderful job on her own. Oh, my God. Yeah. Now, are yeah. they modeled after you or did you just describe them? Because that'd be I would love to see some Polaroids somewhere. <laughs> oh, no, just, uh, uh, just finding, finding little outfit elements and describing them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's coming together. It's I mean, the book is well on its way at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and we love we love checking our our uh, upload boxes where we get to see all the art in progress and uh, see yeah, how whenever there's it is. Uh, new pages, we'll bring them up on the TV to look at them really big, like bigger than anybody is ever going to see them <laughs> um, except for us. <laughs> oh, that's excellent. Oh man. I wonder if they have Amazon Kindle on, uh, on the fire TV app or anything. I don't know if they do. I'm, I'm sure you could figure something out. I don't know if it would be, um, <laughs> Amazon because I know you can see the first two clickbooks on Amazon Kindle yeah. uh, as far as unlimited. So yeah, that'd be kind of interesting. I might have to check that out because I had the Fire <laughs> TV app. I'm gonna to, I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I know you said there's going to be more olive stories in the Clickverse, Clickiverse, mm-hmm. or however you said it, um, in the future. And how many you have planned? Um, so I'm working on the fifth one right now, and then there's going to be a sixth one right after it, but. I have not started writing the sixth one, so I don't have any <laughs> details about that. Um, but yeah, the fifth one 
has just recently started to creep its way onto the internet. Uh, the title has been revealed. <laughs> so I guess I can say you it. You can reveal the title. Yeah, it's, out there. it's called Crunch. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Okay. I like that. I love your one word titles. I like those. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Most of them start with C, too. Yep, except <laughs> yeah. for one. Except except, for one of them. Yeah. It, uh, it's been a process. I mean, Click, the title kind of came organically. Uh, it wasn't originally called that, but then there was that conversation in the middle with Olive and Aunt Molly about clicks. Um, and then after that, we were like, so do we have to keep doing one words? Are they all going to be words that begin with C? <laughs> And the answer is mostly. Yeah, mostly. <laughs> now we're thinking the uh, the the sixth one either has to be another A or a B. Yeah, or it's I just think gonna it, it's going to be all messed up. It's going to be some sort of pattern, maybe. <laughs> Should go through the whole alphabet. Oh my yep, gosh. Yep. That'd be great. I would love to see that. So I saw, Jeffrey, you were signed to a new agency recently. Is that what correct? Yeah, no, okay. we, we, we share the same agent um, who was actually uh, the editor who yeah. came, who worked for uh, HMH, the original publisher of these books, and okay. uh, approached Kayla with yeah. the idea. Yeah, uh, yeah, Elizabeth was really, you know, um, pivotal in the creation of the Clickiverse. And it's great that, you know, even though she's no longer my editor, she's still like involved and, you know, I bounce ideas off of her and she has heard our ideas for besties and sorted That's other awesome. things. Yeah. Sorted <laughs> other things. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I know you, like I said, you collect all those paperbacks. Are you planning to do any YAs maybe? No. So I'm, uh, you know, I've got a couple ideas and things that <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about pitching out there into the world. Um, I, I, I won't say much about any of them yet. Although I will say that the big one I'm working on uh, is a, uh, it's called a, a middle grade mystery romance. Call it hmm. that. Yeah. Call okay. It that. Call it that. <laughs> we'll just call it that for now. Yes. Until it, a new genre is formed. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I can't wait to see it. Um, Me so, too. Hopefully. Well, yeah. <laughs> You know, it's it's one thing to talk about it, and one another thing to actually get it out on the paper. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm in the middle of writing too, so and it's no piece of cake, that's for sure. Especially when you start. I think it's like when you get over the hump of getting the first one done. It's kind of like okay, maybe it's like the anticipation and the anxiety of getting the first one done, and then once you get that done, you're like, okay, I can do this. I can do this now, and it maybe makes it a little easier. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> I, I yeah, hope. I I think. Um you start to get like a little bit of a momentum and you also, you know, kind of get into the rhythm of it and you understand it better and it's not scary. I mean, the first book I was terrified and Jeffrey can attest to this, that I had no idea what I was getting myself into. (laughs) Um, And I had done like web comics before. So I had like a little bit of comics writing um, and I had written like some short stories that were published, but I had not, you know, written anything of that length, but now, you know, it's just kind of like another day at the office. <laughs> the bandaid is ripped off. The wound yeah. is exposed. <laughs> yes. I was like, Oh, I got to write another book. <laughs> <laughs> so one thing I wanted to ask for both of you is what do you see all of Beth and Chanda and maybe other color characters doing when they grow up? 
Oh. Oh, I've never even really thought about this. That's an interesting Um, one. Well, I'll tell you, I think that Olive is probably meant for politics, for sure. Or maybe a a public defense attorney or something. um, Because she's just so a a good mediator amongst everybody. Like you said, she's kind of the middleman, or middleman quote, um, you know, middle person, uh, who doesn't have like... I, I, I don't know what you would say, but not the best friend person, you know, not, but loves everybody, you know, and wants to be a part of everything. And it kind of feels like maybe that might be the road that all of might go down in my opinion. I mean, it could be completely wrong, but <laughs> that's what I'd, I'd like to see for her, I guess. Well, yeah, I always say like Olive's big thing and like the kind of the point of the book is to talk about um, good communication and how important it is to communicate with other people and express your ideas in ways that are, you know, healthy. So I could I could see her doing something that's, you know, some sort of work that would serve a community or help a community or, you know, just help people. <laughs> I think she likes helping people. Maybe um, running a nonprofit or something. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. But she's also creative, so I don't know. I think uh, she's got a long life ahead of her. <laughs> Well, it sounds like Beth and Chanda also might, maybe they'll just open up a fashion line or something or their own store, kind of like Romeo <laughs> I mean, Michelle or something. I think that's their dream. That is their dream. I think we want to slowly disabuse them of that. Like they, they are moving into girl boss territory. We want to tell them, no girls, there are better things you could be doing. Um, be kids. Be kids. <laughs> yeah, be kids don't, don't for a while. It. <laughs> um, I mean, I'll tell you, they're real good with pets. Uh, yeah. Could they open up like a really glamorous, uh, <laughs> uh, like pet day spa? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> oh, that'd be cool. Or some sort of like no kill shelter type of sanctuary. Mm-hmm. Sure. Absolutely. That might be neat. Maybe it's but... both. Yeah. <laughs> it's a no kill shelter and, and yeah, a day the, spa. the glamorous day spa funds yeah. the shelter. And they make pet outfits. And they, yeah, they, they make there pet outfits go. and they, they pamper some pooches. And then they become great, like, social media Oh, yeah, superstars. they become influencers. Yeah, because they've, like, got <laughs> on, these on adorable... On Dogstagram. On Dogstagram, <laughs> they've got all these fashionable dogs and cats. Oh, my goodness. Well, all right. Or no, we'll was it? You... Yeah, we're, here we dogs go. Dogs of graph. Yeah, excuse me. Dogs of graph. No, they'd be, or dogs of, of uh, snapograph or dogs something like snap-a-graph. that. Um, yeah. And I think our, our joke about Goober is that he becomes the detective. <laughs> Because he's always based spying. On, based on almost nothing. Yeah, he's uh, he's going <laughs> to investigate some things. Yeah, because he is always spying. He's always got his nose in other people's business. <laughs> Goober is actually Perry Mason, some sort of thing like that. <laughs> yeah, well, he P. thinks I. he's more Fox Mulder, I think. Yeah, he thinks uh, he's uncovering some deep truths. <laughs> I would like to see that. That would be kind of cool. <laughs> flash forward kind of like all grown up with rugrats and then you just see goober like but he goes by goober still yeah he's still goober yeah yeah my name's goober what <laughs> that'd be really cool i think that'd be it's neat. a funny name but he's a great detective <laughs> that's his catch like a goober like, yeah what was it kojak and what was it the lollipops or something and mm-hmm. um and they all had something, you know, like Horatio from CSI Miami had the sunglasses coming off, come, going back on. Um, Columbo, the, uh, being Columbo. <laughs> his gimmick. It's the hair, the hair and the trench coat. 
or uh, what was it? Um, uh, a dude from USA Network, the weird one who had all the uh, OCD qualities. Monk. Monk. Yes. Yeah, that'd be. Yeah, I would like to see that too. Oh my gosh, Goober be Monk. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of that, like, would you like to see uh, a movie or a TV series? And if so. If someone was like, hey, we want to make this into something, would you want it to be live action or animated? Oh, um, I mean, I would love to see it. <laughs> I um I think it I think, you know, it is um, you know, slice of life realistic fiction. It could be live action. Um, but it would always be fun to see, you know, the characters move, especially if the style was, you know, similar to the books, because I've never seen my characters move around before. <laughs> um, well, it sounds like Christina could probably help you with that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I've got I've got plenty of friends who know how to make things move. I'm just not one of them. <laughs> it could be something kind of like Diary of, Diary of a Wimpy Kid, kind of both, maybe. Oh, yeah. Or like Lizzie McGuire. Mm hmm. Yeah, something about the imagination, and so you see mm-hmm. everything in, you know inside Olive's head. Oh yeah, like Olive's dream sequences could be animated, and the rest totally. could be live action. Then you would definitely have to get a kid that looks a lot like Olive. <laughs> 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 that would be really cool. I'd like to see that. Thank you guys so much for coming on. I know we've kind of gone over about a little bit over an hour, but I, you know, I I'm really excited to read more of these, and I'm just in love with this universe and i you know i want to read more about beth and chanda i definitely want to read more about olive as well i can't wait to till more comes out uh, i mean when when are these supposed to come out anything new coming out anytime soon like do you know do you have any i a guesstimation well the schedule at least for the next year is for there to be two two more next year there'll mm-hmm. be the second uh beth okay. and chanda book and the uh the fifth the fifth olive book yeah yeah Woo-hoo. probably All right. yours will be sometime in the summer yeah i think uh you know supply chain yeah. and fate on our side <laughs> um, uh, oh, the no. next clicks book is supposed to come out in the summer and then i imagine besties will come out shortly after probably like early fall yeah that's awesome i can't wait for that um do you guys do you want to give your uh people your information for your social medias and you know so you can tell the audience where to find you yeah, sure. Um, so I am Cake, K-A-Y-K-E, on Twitter and Instagram. Yep, and I'm Jeffrey Canino, J-E-F-F-R-E-Y-C-A-N-I-N-O, at Instagram and Twitter. Why did that feel like that was a Mickey Mouse Club almost? Like, L-O-U-S-E. Yeah, it went from like Mickey Mouse Club to uh, late night radio host real quick. <laughs> my roots <laughs> well i'll be sure to include your info in the show notes and, and and if you have any websites or anything like that you want to give to me and i'll totally put those in the show notes for you thank you guys so much and if you have any questions or comments about this show about the click universe or besties work it out you can also reach out to me on instagram i'm at dustin can read or on twitter i'm at dustin underscore holden you can also reach me via email at dustin can at gmail.com I really appreciate you listening to the show, and if you would, please leave me a rating and a review on Apple or Podchaser or Good Pods or wherever you listen. Thank you so much again for listening, and until next time, Dustin can read. <laughs> okay, um, let me get my 
notes right here where well, I got the books. I don't really, we're not going to see the books really, but there are the books. <laughs> <laughs> um, 